Hello and welcome to our Connected Inner Selves. Uh, today I wanted to talk about the circle of life and how I got the inspiration uh, to talk about the circle of life. And first, uh, I wanted to just make a quick, not like a very small update on the podcast because I've started the podcast for maybe two months now. And I've been releasing episodes kind of all over the place. Sometimes it's two episodes per week. Sometimes it's one. Sometimes I skip a week (laughs) because I'm like too busy. But I've actually started to grow. And even though I talk to some of my friends and I know that maybe half of the people who listen are maybe people I talk to about the podcast, there are actually people that are listening from all over the world. Like I have people in the US, in Italy, in India, in Singapore. So it's pretty amazing. And I wanted to thank all the people who are listening, all the people who are recurring recurring listeners and who are just interested in what I'm saying, because this is amazing. And I hope that it's actually really, really helping you, I think. Uh, this thing of doing a podcast is quite amazing and I just love to get in front of the mic and start talking about what I have planned. I always think about the subjects and like the big things I want to deal with, but then everything in between just comes in the moment and, you know, I try to live in the present moment. So that's that's also what I'm working on, you know, and I, and I see that when I really get into the episode, every time I start to get into flow and everything just flows so easily. So that's a little advice for you to never, I think we should never like try to plan everything. I mean, when, when you see people talking in front of your classroom or at a meeting, like if they planned every single world, they feel so stuck and like they, like their, their power to be authentic and to really be inspirational, even though they're just talking about numbers or whatever, just diminishes. But if you are confident in what you're going to say, you don't need to plan. And so just you by not pl- planning everything just shows confidence and it then is exhibited through what you're saying. So yeah, that's totally not what I'm going to talk about, but I felt like I should put that out there um, for whomever it works and it helps. So this episode is about the circle of life and I had this idea to talk about it when I was doing a meditation. And if you've been listening to what I've what I've released already, uh, sometimes I talk about things I realize in meditations, like really sometimes it's ideas, it's uh, phenomenons, uh, phenomena, I think we say. Uh, sometimes it's just realization about what I want and who I am. And this time it was just kind of a contemplation I've had and it just came up like that. You know, it's not like I don't hear a voice or someone else's voice. It's just like an insight that comes up and I take it as truth and I just like, it's like instant, but like in an instant, I understand a thousand words, basically. It's kind of cool, but everything, I mean, it's it's like um, everyone hides that on a regular basis, you know, it's just instinct or an inner knowing, but in meditations, it happens quite a lot. And I was doing a walking meditation. So a walking meditation basically is just, you start, um, I mean, the one I was doing, because I'm sure that there are a lot, but you start sitting and, you know, kind of try to lose yourself and calm your mind. And then you're going to try to embody who you want to be and just 
put new emotions in your body, in your thoughts, and then you're gonna start to walk with your eyes open to try to um, still be in that state that you are in the meditation, to keep being in that state when you start to actually move and act, and then it helps you in your day-to-day -day life to keep that zen and elevated state of emotion all the time. So it's kind of like really helping you and I'm really taking the walking meditation right now. I'm doing them every day like and sometimes and then I'll go back to just sitting meditation but right now I'm like really liking it. And um, and so I was doing the walking meditation for like an hour. So and I do the Joe Dispenza's one and I was doing it for an hour and then for 15 minutes he asked you to just lay down and just take it all in and just let the energy do the work and then when you lay down you just have to think about nothing and take everything in basically and you have to surrender be in the present moment and that's it and so i was um outside on my terrace and when i do the walking meditations i don't really walk everywhere i just kind of turn around uh, or sometimes I, like i just move and then let my body what what like let my body do the do what it wants to do um and so I was laying down on the ground in my terrace and it was beautiful outside, it was sunny and I was looking at the very blue sky and there were just some um, clouds in the sky, just a, a few clouds and um, I look at the clouds and I try to close my eyes and just let myself flow and surrender and so I do it for like five minutes and then I just open my eyes again because I felt like I wanted to and I just was looking without thinking about nothing and then it came to me boom just the fact that the clouds that were um, that were up in the sky above me were water and that then this water was gonna calm and be dropped as rain and then this rain was either gonna go back to the sea and be transformed into gas and sky again or either be kind of crystallized and solidified to become whatever snow i don't know or, you know i mean in paris it, it would just be gas and liquid liquid i think gas and rain um and, I, and, I, and then i thought about that instantly and then i thought about the circle of life and how everything is just a circle of the time there's this circle of life for water kind of that just repeats itself it just drops and then comes up and drops and then comes up and drops and then comes up and i remember some uh once i heard a guy from unicef saying that there will never be uh, a drought like there will never be not enough water there will always be enough water because it's just a cycle that repeats itself all the time then of course the distribution of water is different but water will always be here um because it's a cycle and then you know I, it just got me thinking everything is a cycle you know even the seasons there's always summer winter uh, autumn spring there's always day and night day and night day and night and our planet is rotating around the sun in a circle the rotation uh, like uh, rotation map kind of you know it's always in a circle and our planet is turning around itself and all the planets are circles and so it's like circle figuratively and also circle like the shape it's a circle you know like the, our planets are a circle and they're turning 
in the shape of a circle around the sun that is like a big circle as well and a circle is just no beginning no end it's just infinite you know it's just you don't know where it begins we don't know you don't know where it ends it's just yeah this thing of infinity of always uh, starting and ending and starting and ending or starting and starting and I really thought about that and it actually reassured me when I felt like like you know in the meditation like this came in all of this came kind of in an instant and I just felt reassured and I was like oh my god everything is a circle and everything repeats itself all the time and so after that I kind of got out of the state I was in and I was I I just thought about that circle thing at that time it still did not mean anything really like I just realized how everything is a circle but there was no like oh and that's why all of this happens in life or whatever I just had the insight of like oh everything is repeating itself all the time and then so it got me thinking and I was trying to see like you know how how can I apply that to my life and how I can use that in my life to, so that it really serves me because in life really like life our planet different planets I'm sure are made so that it's always circles all the time even for example I don't know the the rings around Jupiter it's like a circle as well you know most of the pure things that are created are circles in the universe and um and so and even us as humans you know for example every year companies are gonna go through their fiscal year end of fiscal year beginning of fiscal year you're going to your taxes every year like we also got this kind of circle thing we, we are repeating things all the freaking time and so and of course we were basically influenced because the seasons repeat themselves all the time and the days repeat themselves i mean it's always day and night day and night so we had to construct our lives around this kind of circle that repeats and i just was wondering like why 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 does it repeat why everything is in circles and i kind of for me my interpretation is that we are put on this earth to become who we want to be we have to know who we want to be by first experiencing what we do not want to be and you know we talk about those things of manifestation or creating things of achieving things or um whatever it may be i think that this dimension of circle is understand it's important to understand because that's what maybe will um, reassure you in the sense that nothing is ever lost and so everything is all the time accessible to you let's put it this way whereas water is goes through all the state but water is always in itself that state like it has always this potentiality to become this possibility to become either water gas or ice and or yeah or solidified like i should say liquid gas or solid i don't know <laughs> but you know it always has this possibility and everything is always like i don't know in a part of the world it's gonna be summer but in another part of the world it's gonna be winter so i don't know everything is always here and everything always repeats there nothing is ever lost or ended and i don't remember 
which super trustworthy, super famous physicist. I think it was the guy who created the table with all of the, I don't know how to say that in English, but all the materials, you know, like H2O, CEO, no, like, you know, like calcium and stuff like that. Like the guy who created that table that you learn about in physics class. He said, nothing is ever lost. Everything uh, always transforms. And, you know, I think it can be applied to that circle thing where you never lose anything. Everything transforms into another thing and it comes back again. It's always a circle. And so if you are in this, I don't know, manifestation process or you are wanting something, you can have it all the time or you can have it at some point in time because, because everything will come back. And I think that this circle thing is applied to all of our environment to allow us human beings to use that process of infinite uh, rebirth or infinite death we use that process to be able to create what we want to create and then i think as well or to be able you know to have always resources you know it's not like oh 50 years ago they had that resource and now it's done like forever we'll not be able to have that and when i mean resources it can be really anything uh, because i know you know of course we have some uh, resource on the planet that might um that might be uh, done, you know, like, we, <laughs> I don't know why I'm struggling to find the word, the words, but even petroleum, for example, which is a very, I mean, it's, you know, it's everywhere in our life now, but it's not that good for, I mean, it's really not good for the environment. Uh, and I, like petroleum is not a resource that will ever be here. But I think that on a deeper level, what we can have through petroleum, because through petroleum is just a mean to an end uh, what we can have through petroleum will always be here and we will always be able to change and adapt thanks to that cycle of everything rebirthing but also everything changing all the time so everything like that is in our external environment that is under that influence of this big circle and cycle of life helps us and allow us to really live lives uh, where we can create whatever we want to create because nothing is ever lost everything is always transformed and then i think in our lives we then can use that to create our own circles you know when we say uh oh you have to deal with that because all it's always going to come back or you're always going to be faced with that situation before um you deal with that and you can overcome that situation we all all had that i'm sure in our life or take the time to really introspect to understand what has happened in your life but even for me a real practical example is for example i used to have ingrown nails all the time and i had surgery on one toe because it, it was just too much but every six months I and i remember every april when it started to be a bit hot in paris i would get an ingrown nail in one of my um in one of my toes one toe I had like a surgery that totally removed them basically because they cut the root of the nail on the side I mean that's not really interesting but on some others I always had ingrown, nail, ingrown nails all the time every time in April boom it started to hurt and it, it was like a circle every time or every winter around November I started a bit getting stressed with the exams and the work that was starting to be 
a bit intense when I was uh, studying and I would be uh, I would have a cold every time in that time of the year it was like a circle clockwork every time and as I've started this journey of personal development of meditating I've I'm ill almost never and uh, I mean you know a few illnesses that uh, you have like the cold or the flu I don't know I've, I never had I never have that now and the inguinal nails also I've never had inguinal nails for two years now and usually it comes back every six months and I remember in April clockwork it was always there so I think that we are also subject to circles that but that us as human beings as we are put on this earth to be who we want to be we can create the circles we want to create and instead of creating circles where you are met with uh, a cold every November or an ingrown nail every April well you can get a hundred million dollars every January <laughs> I'm kidding but you can you know create circles that we always want to you always want to create you know every you can have a circle which is like every day when I wake up I am so happy to be with the person I wake up next to this can also be circles that you create and these circles you know always be subject to change so that they can remain constant you know there's this metaphor about the river that says that the river can keep its constant flow and kind of look of um you know it, it, you know the river doesn't look like crazy distorted just looks like a perfect flow of water but the water is always changing and actually it's always moving but it's still kind of still and that's why the river can look like that because it's always changing so i think that there will always need to be changes so that your circle can look the same so even if you are uh, experiencing physical changing in your external world if you stay true to you stay true to your growth you will always be keeping that virtual circle that helps you in your life um, so you know as I've said we have circles all around us that repeat themselves so that we can create overcome some of the bad circles so that we can create better ones and then I wanted to add that also maybe we are subject and we are part of this external circle of life through life and death and rebirth and resurrection i do not believe a hundred percent in resurrection but i have a little story of mine that i wanted to share about that that made me kind of be like and i think i talk about it i talk about it in a previous episode but i'm not sure but this story makes me made me think when it happened like hmm like there might be something more than just that just life and that's it and so it was i'm pretty sure i talked about it but i'll talk about it briefly when i was younger and i don't remember that my mom told me uh i used to say uh oh hey um i was an english guy before uh i had another life and i was english and i died and i left someone alone in a house uh, and i died you know and i have to go back and um I was you know and I, I was repeating those things or my mom doesn't remember all the things I've said because she was saying that I used to say a lot of things but I used to say like oh the the um, I was an English guy I left someone alone in the house and I lived in England and all of that and then I also said weird things like I remember uh, my mom so she lost 
uh, one brother and one sister and she never told me about that you know I was like two years old I mean I don't know I just started talking your mom is not gonna be like you know you lost an uncle you never met like you know that's not someone no something you say to a kid and I was with my uncle and I still told him oh you know you now you only have one other brother here and you have one other brother up there and I was showing you know the, the roof of the house but I was showing this guy basically and, he, and I told him you have one other brother up there and my uncle then when my mom came to pick me up he was like why why did you talk to him about this like what is that and she's like but what are you talking about and then she said no but I never told him that Samir Samir is dead um, never and so they were like oh wow like that that is really weird and so maybe when I was a kid I was always connected with this world I don't know you know I don't remember that consciously and it's fun because uh, in the US they have I think official poets or maybe every country has one and I don't even know if you have one in France but in the US I think now it's a woman from that is like Africa um, Indian American like you know from the American land the real and and uh, she is a poet and she was saying that oh, kids and babies they have to sleep a lot in order to create so you know to kind of accommodate themselves to this new life and to forget all the things that they have lived before they have to sleep a lot in order to forget all this kind of spirit realm and me I had a lot of trouble sleeping because of some issues in my ears because I was born too soon so maybe I don't know you know I'm trying to uh, put links together but these are things that I feel like are still way out of my league I just try to put two and two together uh, but like if you know after this life there is nothing else uh, or you know we don't get resurrected but our ju just our soul is going up to the sky or, or I mean not to the sky but like to a certain dimension or energy whatever you know I, I'm not I don't know what's uh, what happens after death and I'm not like I don't have like one idea of what's going on but I just think that you know I like to have my theories and I'm always up to discuss about them and to hear everyone's opinion of course um, but so you know so she was saying babies have to sleep to forget and I was saying all those things like I had a life before and I know my uncle that has passed basically and that I never met uh, and so I was saying all those things and one day I was in England uh, and I was visiting my aunt with my mom and dad and I was walking uh, on the street and I had a banana peel in my hands that I wanted to throw in the trash and there was this kid that was walking with his dad and the kid saw me and he was like Ryan 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 and he tried to grab me and I was stunned I was like shocked and in this in that moment all the things that my mom said about having another life and having left someone it just came back everything came back and the kid was super young like his dad was helping him not walk but like you know was holding his hands and you know since we were in England and he was pronouncing my name like very accurately like I turned around to see if he was not yelling at someone else but both my parents were looking at me with their jaw with their jaw like open like their mouth wide open like 
what is going on? And I turned around to look at the kid and he was like, Ryan, and trying to grab me. And then his dad maybe, you know, thought that he was just screaming gibberish. And so he took him. Uh, and I mean, he just, you know, it took him like to just continued on walking. And then the kid stopped or I just couldn't see the kid anymore because it was a bit crowded, but not like it was crowded, like kind of like it started to be crowded, but behind me, it was just my mom and dad, or at least I just remember them. And in that moment, I was just so stunned and shocked that in England, in the middle of England, some like a little kid looks at you and he knows your name perfectly. Like I was not talking to anyone. No one was yelling my name in the street. Like he just looked at me like he was like normal, totally normal. And he just looked at me and started calling my name. And I was like, wow, like it's weird. And this might be con might be connected uh, or it can not be connected with uh, those past lives, things I was talking about. I don't know, but I just thought like this, there is something weird. It's not just about I, I am born, I then grow up, I study, I have a job and I die. Like in that moment, I kind of felt like mm, there, there is more to it. There is definitely more to it. Um, and you know, there are some crazy stories about reincarnation, like something in Vietnam where a woman, like her kid was also saying like, I, I had a life before and I was killed and I was shot in the head and I lived in that village and then the mom went to the village and they said yes a teacher was shot in the head and he died and then she looked at the head the cranium of her kid and he had a birthmark exactly where the guy was shot so you know those crazy things even in France we had a show called 30 incredible stories where a kid also was saying he used to live in England and he gave pure details and the mom checked everything and everything was true so you know, as I've said, I'm not 100% sure that we are resurrected, but I am very like positive. I like, you know, I feel like there is some evidence and I think it's just crazy. But of course, I'm always open for discussion. You know, there are some things with like personal development and energies where I'm kind of like sure about it. But this resurrection thing, I'm always questioning it. But, you know, this is also related to the cycle of life and to a cycle that repeats itself all the time where we're going to leave and we're going to die. And I th and as all of the circles that we can bring into our lives, I'm sure that this one can be broken at some point when we have learned our lessons or we just don't want to go there when we are like in that spirit form or like, okay, Earth, I've had enough. I don't know, even though I'm sure we don't really speak and talk about that. Like, talk about like in this way you know uh, uh, and I'm sure we can't really even comprehend what's going on if something goes on after um, after death but this this was all the things I wanted to share and all the ideas I hoped I sparked interest but also I hoped I helped you realize that with all of these cycles and these circles that go on around us all the time and that nothing is ever lost all the things are always transformed for the better if we let it if we let it become the better and the better circle we can achieve anything and have anything in our lives i go pretty quickly because you'll see like 
listening to my past episodes or the future ones how we can actually better create things and you know i go into more specifics but this circle i think is the basis of why everything is always possible to us and why you can create anything is because everything around us is always created and always coming back to new forms to past forms and so we can tap into anything that we desire to create the best circles in our lives.